You're listening to the entertaining Two Ramblers podcast with middle-aged guys talking Rambler hoops from a very different perspective. I'm your host with the jokes, Dauber from the class of 94, and from the class of 1998, our analyst with the attention to detail, Sammy D. That's me. I love love the deets. Uh, We're filling a very specific niche. So welcome in, everybody. You don't have to be a middle-aged guy to enjoy this podcast, though. No, no, please. All uh, millennial and Gen Z fans, please join us. All right. Well, here we are. And oh, with that, you know, check us out on Twitter at uh, Sammy Dobshoots, and then uh, Dobber's known as uh, Matt Dobshoots no on Twitter. No so. one's going to look us up on Twitter. That's the, and our last name is impossible to spell, part of why we have nicknames. Uh, some people think my so last true. name is Dobber. They just think that's my last name. Yeah, well, that's why people know me as Sammy D because they're like, "Yeah, cannot pronounce my last name." Right. So, so we're it's not a it's not a um, it's not a pen name for us. It's like it's our real names because people can't spell our last name. So, um, so welcome in. I um, I got to get over to the Lakeshore campus uh, to watch uh, our beloved Ramblers play Indiana State Sycamores this week and so we're going to break down that game but yes, I, so jealous yes but i thought since we are middle-aged guys and you spent a lot of your time in the 90s on loyola's lakeshore campus i just thought i would give you a little test for the current campus because i got a chance to walk around and we're gonna yes. pl- we're gonna play a little game we're gonna test sammy d who lives on the east coast now we're gonna test him and this is a game that i like to call uh, is it still there or or not? Is it still there or not? Or not. So are you ready? Okay. I just got a few of these. I want to I wanna play. Is it still there or not? Or not. Okay. okay. So I was walking around the, the, the campus with our brother-in-law, and um, we walked past. Shout out Jeffy Viss. We walked, past, we walked past some of these places, and some of these places are not there anymore. So, Okay. Here we okay. go. Number one. First one. Centennial Forum, is it there or not? Centennial Forum used to be the student union. Uh, I'm going to say no, it's not there. It is there. Centennial Forum and Mertz Hall are still there. Uh, yes. See, we, we were there during the rehab of Mertz Hall. Yes. So it is I mean, still I, there. I remember our sister... Sister got dinged because uh, her roommate painted a wall that they were going to destroy after they left the room, and they still got targeted or uh, charged for the repainting a wall that they were going to tear down. So, which I thought was hilarious. Well, uh, the the steps are still there. It still looks exactly the way it did in 1990, the first time I went up the Centennial Forum (laughs) steps. So, still there. Nice. All right, let me ask you another number two. Wendy's on Sheridan Road, there or not there? I'm going to say no, not there. Yes, hey. it is not there. Um, it actually is a big hole. It, it's like the it's like the entrance to the L. There's no restaurant there. I think at one point, uh, Uncle Jeffy said it was a Mickey D's, 
But yes. they got rid of that, too. So it is not there anymore. I, I believe a Dunkin' Donuts is there now. Uh, it's like a mini donuts, though. It's not like right. it's not. The, it doesn't just, take just the your co- just your coffee and right. It doesn't go. take the footprint. It, it's actually the the right. the donut place is actually in the train station, I believe. All right, got a couple more here. Okay, Campion Hall. Oh, I know for a fact. It is, as soon after I left that fine establishment, it became a Jesuit facility and. So I'm going to say no, it's not there. It is back, baby. Campion <laughs> Hall, sign bigger than ever. <laughs> Looks the same, exactly the same. <sighs> yeah. Wow. We're, we're horrible alumni. That's you, say. Well, you're horrible. So, I, I, I'm, I still I live here. I, I still live here. I set foot on the campus in 10 plus years. All right. I got two more for you, and I'm hoping you can at least get to even here. We're getting, we're. You're looking, you're, you're looking pretty bad here. Yeah. For the analyst with the attention to detail. <laughs> okay, here we yes. go. Okay. Hallis Sports Complex. Oh, I know that's there. It is there. Now, I don't know if it's the same building, but it's there. We went past it. I, I thought it wasn't there anymore. Jeffy says it was. And we walked right by it, and there it was. Now, I don't know if they have racquetball courts anymore. Those might have gone. Uh, you know, who knows? Those are probably like, you know, Zumba rooms now or something. What are the kids into these days? <laughs> I don't, yeah. Um, Zumba might be. Might all not be right. One. Our last question. Pickleball, maybe? Our last question uh, is alumni gym. No, oh, I know that's not there because uh, our friend Big Joe Rambler has a piece of the floor, so it's not there. Now, interestingly enough, they put a building that looks like Alumni Gym in the same footprint. It's kind of angled along with the L-Tracks. It's, it's brick that's very similar colored. It looks like it could have been a rehabbed Alumni Gym but we think that it was a full teardown and, and a new building. So it's now a huge cafeteria. But, huh. but it looks similar to the way Alumni Gym looked. So, all right. So let's just, for you guys scoring at home, uh, we had Centennial Forum was a miss. Wendy's was, was right. Cap, Campion Hall was a miss. Yep. Hallis, so you won three out of five. You got, you got yes. more. Yeah, you, got, you won the game. Good job. Good job, Sam. All right. Well, let's uh let's get into uh today's podcast. Uh Sammy D, you're the analyst with the attention to detail. <laughs> would you uh would you break down a little bit what did you see? I know you watched this game at least twice, and I watched it like live and then I had to watch it again to just see what happened because it's really hard to follow it live. Uh, what did you see? Uh, I, I, again, I throw out the first four games of the season because that's unrealistic expectations for the team going forward. And also throw out last year, uh, expectation for the team going this year. It's just like, this is a whole new team and just the realization that like, uh, offensively different, but also defensively different. And, and that's what I, I just 
because yeah, it, it was hard to st- trying to watch the game with the goggles of last year was very difficult because that's not the same team and they're they're run differently offensively and defensively and I think that was what I noticed throughout that game it was like this is a different team and so still trying to figure out what that looks like and how that translates but yeah that, that that's the thing that jumped out to me the most what do you mean by different it, break it down a little bit what what's the difference that you see between last year's team and this year pace of play it, it comes down simply to pace of play last year notorious defensively they held teams to 51 points or or 55 under 55 points and because they would literally from an offensive standpoint they would take a full 30 seconds to run their offense and they ran it through uh, Camp Crutwig and so hey great offense that's how they ran their play because they had one of the best players in the country well let's run it through him and he was a, a unicorn and so it's like yeah but that then affected the way they play defense. This team pace of play is so much faster where they're going to try to score 90 points a game and they're more than likely going to give up 70 points a game and still win by 20. But it's just like, so that defensive mindset of giving up 50 points and only maybe score 60, it's going to change because now you're scoring 90 and giving up 70. And so it's just like, it's just a different way to play. So you're going to shoot more threes. You're going to, you're going to shoot earlier in the shot clock and they're going to be okay with that. And just the reality of like, Hey, we're not going to see games where teams are going scoring 50 points because it's just that that's just not who we are anymore defensively. And, and, and just to come into grips with that is I think difficult for a lot of fans, but it's just like, okay, this is just a different game. We just have to get used to that. This is our new style. Yeah. And I mean, you, you nailed it with the, with the, with the score here. I mean, Loyola was 88 at the end and 76 for Indiana state. Uh, but interestingly enough, if you look at some of the field goal percentages, of both teams, um, they were pretty even. Uh, right. I think we did a little better in the second half with the three, and we went to the line quite a bit more than they did, like twice as many times to the line. So the difference really was, I, I think, getting to the free throw line, but it was exactly what you said. There was a lot of shots early in the shot clock, and um, you know some of those long rebounds from missed threes that that we're used to seeing when when, when it's not going down, and in the first half, I'm trying to think our field goal we were 36 percent, four for 11 in the first half. Um, so th- I mean we were behind, and I think that right. three wasn't going down, and then it started going down in the second half, and we started getting in the line. They got in some foul trouble. Right. Well, I mean, I mean the difference in the I mean we won by 12. Great. But the difference in the game is we made 26 free throws. They made 10. There's 16 points right there. That, that's the difference in the game. We, we was at the foul line, which last year, that was not the case that we ever won a game on the foul line. And so, but yeah, I mean, from an offensive defense standpoint, it was like, it's pretty even. And I think it's just because they're still trying to figure out how this, the rotations play, how, what everyone's role is and how they, you know, switch and still the communication that you could tell they're still kind of struggling with communication because there was a number of back cuts that last year would have never happened. Um, because I think guys are still trying to figure out what's their role uh, defensively. And so, and that's, it's, that takes time to build. Um, and, and so I, I think it's still a work in progress. 
but it's a definitely a good work in progress because they're inter- entertaining to watch. Well, Rambo's were, I think it's 83% from the line this, uh, this tonight or that night. So, uh, that was great to see. Um, cause I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll, 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 I will, I will make a bet and I didn't look it up. I know I should cause I'm an attention to detail guy. There was not one game last year where we were over 75%. Without a doubt, I, I, I will go ahead and, and um, wager my salary for this week. Um, um, well, Sam, uh, just a surprise. We have Andy Mazur on the phone, and he's going he's gonna to look it up. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, who was calling the game? Was it no? It, it was Andy Mazur and, and uh, Kaplan. Kaplan, right? Dave Kaplan and Andy Mazur. Dave wow, Kaplan. Yeah, Dave Kaplan. So, um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get to some awards. Uh, the Matt Hammer Hawes uh, Player of the Game. The the player that uh, um, showed the heart uh, heart and hustle in the game. Put some energy in. Where do you think I'm going to go with this? Um, I, you know, it, I, I would think it should be Marquise uh, Kennedy. Um, you may go Braden, Braden Norris or his uh, twin brother, uh, evil twin Brandon Norris. Um, I, I don't know. Who, who are you going to go with? Well, I'm going to go a different direction. Um, obviously, Lucas... I, I think was one of the big differences in no, this game. Well, yeah, he, he's my JB's delivery guy of the day. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I, I'm not going to give him the the Hammer Hawes Award um, because he just was our best player uh, by far. But I'm going to go with the Loyola students. Oh, hey! Shout out to the Wolf Pack. Yeah, the Wolf Pack. Now I got a vantage point. I got, I'm in these alumni seats. Where, where, where were you sitting? I, I, I'm still trying to figure that out. Where, where were you sitting? I am sitting, you know, about thirty rows behind the Ramblers. So I'm okay. I'm in the upper 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 bowl, bowl behind say. behind the Ramblers. And um, so I am looking at the Wolf Pack through the entire game. Okay. And they almost every time out, every time there was cameras, every time there was big moments in the game, they were going crazy. And and we're not quite like a Duke yet or anything like that, but they had some game. A couple yep. of things they did. Uh, and I mean, I, I don't remember any of this uh, growing up in, in, in our days. They were begging people to go to the game when we were there. Right. So one of the things I uh, saw uh, was one guy, and I can't remember who it was. It might have been Micah Thomas or it was one of these guys. He misses a free throw. And they're all holding their arms up. You've seen this? Have you seen yes. this? They're all yes. holding their arms up. Yep. You let your team down. Yeah, and then they all yell, you let your team down. And it's so, yeah. so trolling. <laughs> uh, and then um, and then another thing that they do now, and they show this on TV now. You guys have probably seen it if you haven't been to a game. But every time a Rambler's on the free throw line, what, what are we got on? What are we putting up? Putting up the wolf. Putting up the wolves. Yes. And, uh, and, and that was cool. Um, it was just fun to see them. A lot of swaying back and forth. Um, a lot of noise during opponents' free throws. 
And then, you know, I, I wanted to get myself fan of the game uh, because <laughs> I, um, I looked up at the scoreboard and some guy, uh, what's his name here? Cooper Neese. Cooper Meese. Oh, my Meese. gosh. Meese. It's with an N. Cooper Neese. I kept saying not, Meese. Yeah, Cooper. He's not the plural of moose. Um, yeah, that's funny. I was calling him Meese the whole game, which is funny because I was kind of <laughs> trolling him, making fun of his name. I thought his name was Meese. Uh, so I was calling him Meese the entire game. That's hilarious. Well, I looked up at the scoreboard. At one point, this guy had 15 points. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Some yeah. gym rat from Indiana is beating us. And this is, and so we're, we're within one point. And you know me. I like to pick one guy on the other team that I just don't like. <laughs> And I st- he stole your lunch money I, and you're gonna get him. And I started going after him. I started saying, Meese, you suck, Meese, Meese this, right? I've renamed him. And as soon as I start riding him, I kid you not, he starts clank clanking shots. And then he throw he puts an air ball up, and this is where the wolf pack comes in. They are chanting air ball, and then whenever he gets yep. the ball, they're call, they're yelling air ball. This is minutes later. Yes. They're chanting air ball, and I think even, yeah, Kap- yeah, was, yeah. even Kaplan heard it. And he goes, I think they're yelling air ball because of a missed shot that he made a couple minutes ago. They're still on him. Yeah. After the Dauber and the Wolf Pack got on this guy, <laughs> he not only didn't score again, he... He, he landed he funny on his leg, and he had to go down the tunnel. Oh um, and one of the one of the Loyola Rambler fans next to me, who you know wasn't quite middle aged, a, a younger fan, <laughs> uh, he thought like I did like some voodoo magic on this guy. He goes, he goes, he's going down the t- your guy's going down the tunnel now. I go, yep, that's me. Thank you can thank me. Game and you know game was one point in the balance, and then what do we finish up? Uh, 12, 12 points. 12. Yeah. So as soon as Meese was taken out of the game, <laughs> nay, Nice. Nice. Nice was taken That's out of the, the game. country in France. Right. France. Nice. Hey. Nice. I like the beaches in Nice. <laughs> All right. So so you, you hinted at this year, JB, giant play of the game. Uh, I don't know. It, I, it wasn't a play, but I mean, it. Was to, I, I'd say my yeah no 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 it wasn't playing it was again a Marquise Kennedy uh, throwdown on the break I think it was probably one of their only fast break points of the game but gets the dish from Tate Hog rises up and then gets the Indiana State player I was like what are you doing hits him across the head and Marquise slams it and then hangs on the rim just to make sure he doesn't fall on his back which is great uh, safety uh, protocol there uh, and it was just like. And he hits the th- the free throw for the three point play, and I think at that point, the game was pretty much over. And but it was just exciting. It was like okay, fine. It was like I, I felt like at that dunk, and then the free throw, like there was a, just an extreme exhale by all Rambler fans. Like, oh, okay, we can we can stop with this. Like Indiana State's gonna you know scare us or uh, pull this out, and it was just like an exhale of all. So it was a it was a d- giant delivery play. Uh, I will tell you one other thing uh, for you Rambler fans who are watching from home. I'll tell you one thing that uh, was really cool to see is I have not seen Coach Drew in action. 
And the guy has a motor on him. He never stops moving. He 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 looks almost like he's ready to jump in and and suit up. Um, he he can you, still get up too. He yeah. can still throw it down. Yeah, the I whole the saw. whole the whole coaching staff had the Midas dunks again on. Nice and um, and he um, um, I kind of got on him last time about maybe not advocating as much. He definitely got in the ear of the refs a couple times, even though we had a. A lot more free throws. There were still some what I felt like was some egregious calls in mm. this game. Um, I don't know who these guys are: Winston Smith, Rick O'Neill, Ed Crenshaw. But I, I mean, I was getting upset. There was just some <laughs> charges that were called. Um, there were just some crazy things when we yeah, when they, the game was really in the balance. It felt like it was going against us. Now. You look. Yeah, there, there were at least three occasions where uh, watching on TV where David Kaplan's like, "You gotta let him play, let him play." Um, it just like, and it was like, "Come on, dude, what?" Yeah, seriously, like, let, you know, they were yeah. really breaking up the gameplay a lot too. I mean, it felt like we, it felt like we could. I felt like I was watching an NFL game at one point. You know how they have all the timeouts when you're in actual right. an NFL game. I felt like I'm like, en- enough already. Let the, let's yeah. run five minutes off the clock before we call another foul. So. Anyway, yeah, what is? Yeah, I mean, there was 30, 39 fouls called. That, that's for a forty-minute game. So that means every minute there's a a whistle. It's like yeah. that's just that's crazy. Yeah, and they, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't have the energy to watch every minute again, but I felt like in that first half there were just a lot of really strange calls against the Ramblers. Yeah. Um. So, any other thoughts on this game? Anything else you jump out at you on the stat sheet? Uh, again, it, it's free throws. Free throws were our Achilles heel against Oregon State last year in the tournament. Uh, even going further back to the year before against Valparaiso in the Arch Madness, we lost because of free throws. And I love the fact that, you know, Kennedy was eight for nine. Uh, Schwieger was two for two. And, uh, and Chris Knight was three for four. It's like regularly those guys are three for four or, you know, five for five for five. And it's just like, you know, even here was five for six. And it's just like, guys, seriously, this is so huge that you're, you're hitting your free throws. And it's just like, cause then you can have an off night where it doesn't seem like offensively working, but yet if we're going to hit free throws, we can still win the game and like, all right, put it in the bank and we'll just, we'll move on. But like hit your free throws and we can win. Yeah. Final thought. I, uh, you know, I brought up Drew on the sideline back and forth. Um, one cool thing, one one strange uh, thing about this, uh, all these fouls called. Drew was swapping guys out the entire second half. I mean, it was like hockey lines. Um, Marquise and Braden were going back and yeah. forth. There were uh, Chris Knight kept rolling in. Um, Schwieger was up and down on the bench, off the bench. I mean, it was pretty amazing to see uh, the the switches that he kept calling. And uh, Tate Hall was jumping in, jumping out. I mean, it was it was cool. It was cool to see how interchangeable things were and how he was really, you know, kind of playing those those matchups. Right. Yeah. No. I, and that's going further into the season. That's going to play a huge dividend. As guys get more time, and, and even there was, I mean, yeah, there were 10 guys that saw the floor for, you know, 
eight guys a significantly solid four, but it's just like I think that's going to play huge dividends down the road as teams begin to wear down. It's like if we can have 10, 11 guys that are playing regular minutes, it's, it's going to be huge for this year as well as in the years to come. Well, that, your your minutes are are totally uh, accurate. I mean, when we look at when you look at that other team, I think they had three or four guys in thirty minutes. You know, with thirty minutes, I guess we had three. So, okay, bad bad comment. You're the stat guy. So, anyway, <laughs> um, all right, quick quick uh, prediction for Saturday's game against the DePaul Blue Demons. I I love this game. But I, I, this is one of those where it's like, uh, I, I think Loyola has the most to lose by this game because if like, it could be one of those things like if they win, uh, like I think it's a lose-lose for them, which I, I'm really not a fan of because it's like if they win, you know, DePaul's like, oh yeah, you've, always, you've been better than us, but they won't admit to that. And if we lose, it's like, oh, see, you can't compete with us, you know, kind of mentality. And so that's why I'm just like, ah, I, I love this. Love the fact they're playing, but I'm like, eh. but here's my prediction for this game. I think Lucas Williamson is going into this game to literally make sure that Javon Freedom Liberty or Liberty Freedom or, or uh, whatever, whatever his name is, former t- teammate at Whitney Young is not going to see, he's going to get the Io DeSumo treatment and he's going to get like four points. That's my prediction. Are you saying that in this game, we're going to see two Whitney Young Dolphins yes. on the court at the same time? Uh, I know. Crazy. By the way, when I, I'm so old, I'm so middle-aged, the Dolphins, <laughs> the Dolphins were horrible when I was younger. I didn't even know they had sports teams. So they seem oh, to have yeah. improved their game down there. Yes, yes. Basketball, definitely. Every other, well, they always had a good swim team, I, I remember from my high school days. But yeah, that it was an afterthought athletically when we were in. Oh, because that's another thing. So not only did we go to Loyola, but we also, Chicago Public School kids uh, from the, the 80s. Right. That's, that's, how, that's how long we go back. All right. Well, we're, we're boring our millennial and Gen Z audience. Hey. Any of uh, you Rambler fans that are interested, I did get my tickets for Davidson behind the bench. So anybody wants to join me out in uh, Davidson, uh, North Carolina for the December 22nd jaunt with uh, the Dop Shoots clan uh, from Virginia. It's going to be awesome. So big shout out. All right, Sammy. Great and get great analysis as always. Fill in the niche. And thanks for the joke, Stabber. You're welcome. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Two Ramblers podcast with middle-aged guys talking Rambler hoops from a very different perspective. Be good, y'all. Go Ramblers.